Well, hey, you want to uh, you want to transition seamlessly into our little intro? Um, yeah, I guess that's probably a good idea. Are we gonna? How do we even do this, brother? I, you know, I are don't we doing know. a fir- Are we doing an intro episode right now, or are we gonna do? I think I think we'll we need s- to at some point probably like tell people that are listening the the, the all one of them, uh, you know, who, who, who we are exactly. Hi, mom. So let's introduce ourselves. Um, I'll go first. Uh, my name is Alec, uh, gamertag Bromantana for 30 some odd years. Um, I'm actually 34 years old. Um, been gaming the whole time, right out of the womb. Um, married with two kids, and we're uh, in sunny Florida. James, what about you? Uh, I'm, I'm James, yeah. Um, been gaming about 30 years as well since slightly after you were born um i'm in rainy florida today and uh i my gamer tag changes constantly but right now it's pockets i go by pockets today nice um, to meet you pockets yeah nice to meet you too man i'm glad i'm glad we're finally getting to meet <laughs> um so what are, what are we trying to accomplish here on the podcast or um for me i've got like you know, like everybody on Steam has a thousand games that they haven't played that they've either gotten on sale or gotten for free. So I'm trying to get through a lot of them and at least give them a chance because, like I said, man, there's hundreds of games that I have that I've never even like installed or loaded up. Um, and then there's some games that I just really want to play uh, <clears throat> or I need to finish them, but I just haven't ever, you know. I've played through some of them, and I just determined, like, yeah, it's a good game, or something happened, and I got busy, and I couldn't get back into it, so I want to, you know, maybe even restart some of them, and, and, you know, maybe the idea of having you play through them at the same time, we can talk about it and kind of get through some of it, so I don't die, and my legacy is that guy owned a million games, and that and that's all. At least I can say I beat them. I, I, I definitely agree with, uh, with a lot of that. I... Because uh, we we talked about this a little bit, um, I I think I I understand the general concept of what a backlog is. I always looked at it more of like, uh, I guess kind of like a wish list of like, oh, I really want to play that game, but I either can't afford it, so I'm not going to bother and buy it, or <laughs> my hard drive didn't have enough space, so I'm not going to download it and add it there. Of course, this all started you know pre Steam days, which seems made it a lot easier. So I, or I, I harder, always, on... yeah, I think I always looked at it as like a game that I just would want to play for whatever reason. So I, I my library is much smaller than yours, but my mental backlog of all the games that I was I missed out on is definitely what what is going to be filling the majority of my list. In my earlier gaming days, we we had big gaps at my house for like what we could game on. So I went from Atari, uh, I think it was Atari 2600 with like Frogger and uh, Space Invaders and all those really old joystick and button games. And we, we went from that and jumped all the way up to Super Nintendo 
because um, we had that Atari for years. And then from Super Nintendo made a jump all the way up to PlayStation. So I, I missed out on a lot of the Nintendos, all the Sega stuff. So like all those games completely out of my out of my view. Yeah, I never touched a single Sega game until like I became yeah. an adult. I never I got my mine jumps around too. I, I went from Nintendo was the first thing that we ever got. Mario and Duck Hunt was like the only game that we owned. And then I got a Super Nintendo. I think when it I got a Nintendo because Super Nintendo came out. Like that's it, it just made it cheaper so we were able to get one. Right. And then I, I remember like I got Atari 2600 when I was 12 or something because I found it at a pawn shop when I was on vacation. It was just a cardboard box full of them. So I've jumped around a lot too. Yeah. And yeah. So and I never I never I I I know like there was like the division at some point where everybody everybody owns a Nintendo console now. But back in the day, you had to make that choice. Are you going to be a Nintendo guy? Or are you going to be a PlayStation guy? Or you're rich and your parents got you both. But we had division in our neighborhood. Yeah. So we didn't get both. And I remember we picked PlayStation over Nintendo. So N64, GameCube, and uh, there was another one in there, right? <laughs> Dreamcast oh, happened. We didn't do Dream that. We didn't touch yeah, I've never... I've seen a Dreamcast. I don't. I don't think they're real. No, no, it's they're just dream, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they talked about it in South Park, but yeah, they um, they never, we never played any of those, right? No, I, I, I know. Uh, I don't know how name drop we want we want to be, uh, but one of our oldest friends, I think they had an N sixty. What was what was the gold uh, the uh, James Bond Golden Gun on? I know that was on N sixty four, yeah. So somebody had uh in our in our old friend group, somebody had an N sixty four because I remember we played Golden Gun a couple times and I was yeah. terrible at it. Oh, it was a terrible, yeah. I mean if you go from the controls of PlayStation to that, it was pretty pretty lousy. Yeah. And back when I moved to Palm Bay, one of my neighbors had a lot more of those older consoles. And th this would have been in like the Xbox uh, PlayStation Two days, but we uh, they had, uh, I think they had Sega N sixty four. I know they had a GameCube, and there was a couple games we'd go over and play. Um, so I, 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 as I got older, I played more of those older consoles through other people uh, that were in our friend. Yeah, we know that's that's pretty cool. I st me staying in the same neighborhood when you left when you abandoned me, kind of made it like. <laughs> We all, we, you know, our friends, we all had like the same console. So it, it's kind of crazy how big of a gap there was. And that's not even talking about the huge gap of handhelds that we had. Didn't touch. Yeah. It went from yeah. Game Boy Color to uh, Nintendo 3DS. I don't, I think that's like 10, 15 years of not even playing a single handheld game. I never had PlayStation Portable. Now, my first handheld, and I think technically my grandfather owned it. Uh, was the Game Boy was was the original brick? You know, you could throw it through a window. Game. I'm Boy. looking at took one. Like, yeah, took like four four double A's. Yep, the screen was impossible to see. Oh yeah, forget about it. I had one of those, and we had I think two games. It was Mario and Tetris, uh, which I actually still have the Tetris uh, cartridge. I've I've since lost yeah. the the Mario one and the console itself. But yeah, we had the original one. We got Game Boy Color. We had the advance. Oh, I think you know I what? Have, I think I might have had more uh, 
Game Boy options than than I, I remember you did. I'm willing to bet that you might not have your Mario cartridge anymore. <laughs> I I don't think I do. Yeah, I think if you ever want it back, I could, I bet you I can find it. Now is it? It does it have a big chunk of plastic missing from it? Not. I don't remember if it has plastic missing or if it has like part of the label scraped off or something. But I'm pretty sure I have your Mario. It was Super Mario Land. It, yeah, it was. Uh, it was the one. We've been friends for too long, bro. Any anywho. Um, so yeah, I, I I I definitely had more handheld consoles than I did actual consoles in in the time where I was having to rely on my parents to buy stuff for me. So I, I had Game Boy, had Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Advance SP, and I think that's where it ended for me. And then I started going outside into the sunlight. And then my younger siblings had the the Wii. I don't think we ever had a Wii U. That's a yeah. That's a cool thing too. I I was the youngest in my family, and my and my older siblings didn't play video games, so. Mm-hmm. You had, uh, you know, more of a, uh, you know, more people you could steal video games from, I guess, right. and, and get a hold of them. And that's pretty cool because you had, you were the oldest, so you had all the like lower generation kids getting yeah. consoles and, and you games know, and stuff. my my wife and I joked about this, and we wanted to, but it it, it as as we've looked at some of the the uh, games in the last hour or so, they're expensive, but we wanted. We had the idea of when my, our son, our oldest, was born, when they started playing games, like, okay, what if we, tr- like, force them to try to appreciate where it came from? So we go find an old Atari and, like, have them play. And they well, can I don't only, know about that. <laughs> they, could, they could play in the order that we were given this stuff. Cause, like, start them Nintendo. Don't start your kid on Atari, man. Look what happened to us. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want your kids to be like us. Oh, my God. I have a lot of those console still i mean if you ever wanted to i could always lend or or, you know i'm not using them they're in a box but if you ever wanted it i feel like your kid would probably they're indestructible so not the kids the consoles i've definitely there was a a pinterest pinterest or reddit post i can't remember Uh, somebody had either found like an ikea cabinet they built a cabinet where it's just the square cutouts um and they had gone through and backlit everything made it look all nice but in each uh square it had one of the consoles and they yeah. had like, all of them and they were all uh wired together through one tv with all these adapters and switches and stuff so you'd be like anything you want to play hit the hit this button plug that in and you're you're good to go and it's all right there there was a guy uh well i'm sure a lot of people have done that but i do remember watching like a long video from the angry video game nerd had a uh there was the other guy mike that was on that channel and he'd had all of that and he showed how much work went into it now that hdmi is kind of the main thing yeah um i mean you have to have like those weird switchers you have to have like converters to go from rca to hdmi and that's like when i was a kid i thought that's how i was gonna do it like i thought i was gonna have my own house with all these old retro consoles and I was just, that was going to be my life. And I didn't really think about, you know, like the reality of the situation. And then I, we didn't know HDMI was going to come out and all this stuff. So like, you know, emulation works well for that. If you own the games and everything, you know, you really want to have that all in one. Yeah, for sure. Being able to play some of those old games with a yeah. USB controller on your very overpriced and overpowered gaming rig. Like it's, yeah. it, it's, it's so... 
convenient. It's almost too convenient, and then you end up getting all these games, and then you create a backlog for yourself, and then you go full circle. And then you start a podcast and to talk about that backlog. Yeah, you can't even uh, you can't even get through them. That you get choice paralysis. I think it's like when you when you want to figure out what you're going to eat for dinner. It's Friday night, and you can go anywhere you want because you're a grown up, and you can't figure it out. And it's the same thing with games. I oh think. yeah, I mean we've already we've already uh, solidified a handful of games, but I mean from our initial conversation, trying to figure out what games we're going to start talking about first we've already gone through like three or four iterations of it. So, because it's, there, there are so many choices. So how do you, that, that I, we'll talk about that. That's a good thing to, to discuss. What methods do you think we're going to use? Like what, what do you want to do to try and figure out which games we're going to play and how to pick them? Because I mean, hundreds of games, millions of games we can play. Yeah. I, how do we pick each one? Obviously we're, um, well, I'd say we'd each bring one to the, to the, to the table. Yeah, uh, from each of our backlogs. So you you know you'll bring one up. How do we figure out which one I'm going to bring? So I want to I want to bring a game that is one on my backlog. Makes sense. I also want it to be a game that we can have an actual discussion on. There are going to be games that it, the the concept of the game is is very simple. Flappy uh, Bird. Uh, Flappy Bird. We wouldn't we wouldn't have a whole podcast episode on Flappy Bird. Right. Out of my way. <laughs> so I think there needs to be, for me, a narrative element, regardless of how big or small it is. It needs to be something there. Just to be whether... substance. Yeah, and I, we can bring this back up when we talk about um, the first game we're going to talk about because it can be argued that it's you know not much narrative stuff there. Uh, I, I think length of play is a big thing. We're talking about yeah. Flappy Bird. It's not how long the game is. It's how long you can stand playing. You know, that, so it's it's not going to be, a, it's not a thing that I would put on my backlog. Oh, I've already played it, so it's off. I've swiped it yeah. off, man. There, there Count me ahead. Uh, and I think the last thing, or I guess a subsection of, of length of play is going to be, is it feasible for us to play it? in the in the given time and then come back and discuss it with it with a uh, an educated uh, outlook playing actually being able to play through the game um like if we pick a game like uh um, spoilers on my backlog is red dead redemption one and two i i don't know much about the first one but i know the second one is like almost a hundred gigs it's a huge game there's so much content in that game are we going to be able to turn that over in a couple weeks i think you could if you if you set enough time aside i mean yeah, probably. Sure. I mean, remember again when we were kids, like you could play for eight hours straight and just rip through a game in a week. But very true. But we also have to deal with a thing called life. Yeah. And I mean, your 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 job keeps you very busy. My job keeps me um, moving a lot and hard to to nail downtime. Um, but then when I am home, that downtime turns into family time. So. It is definitely hard to to sit down and, and pull uh, your energy into one massive game. Uh, I love the Assassin's Creed lines, and honestly, since I, since I had my uh, oldest, he's he's seven now. Since I've had him, my one big game of the year is always whatever Assassin's Creed comes out that year. Um, and if there isn't one, I just keep playing little games until the next one comes out. So because I, I I've been like saving my energy for that one game i know i'm gonna like because it's been so consistent but i'm hoping that this little uh, project we're doing here will make me 
get away from that comfortability and, and force me to play something else that I wouldn't normally sit down and take the time to play that I wanted to. We should start a podcast. We should start a podcast. What <laughs> What's, uh, what are your parameters going to be? Um, I guess, I, I mean, I, we kind of discussed it a little bit ahead of time, I guess, but yeah, it, I would say the same thing is I'm going to have to take time, you know, I, Monday, I don't work Mondays, so I can kind of take that day and, and theoretically I can, you know, really blast some time into a game and try to get into it a little bit more than I would. But otherwise I mainly play before I go to bed or, or like first thing in the morning before I go to work, if I happen to wake up early enough, you know, I, I want to pick games that I want to pick games I want to play. But I know I have a lot of games. Your your definition of a backlog makes it like theoretically you're going to have a better time than me because it's games that you want to play or you haven't had a chance to play that they're kind of on your wish list. I've got some games that I probably I can tell you looking at them I'm not going to like them very much. They're but they were free and I own like I own them so I have to play them right. Yeah, I mean it uh, it definitely it, it it opens up. I I may have a better time as far as what i enjoy but you're gonna have a lot more content to pull from uh, well yeah but but we'll we'll have a good time either way man but yeah it'll just be a matter i think of sometimes some weeks i think we're gonna play a game that that's on my list and it might not be the funnest game but we're gonna try it and i think the discussion of it is gonna be the reward more than the game or maybe maybe some of these games they look bad or i just don't think i care but they're gonna be really good i don't know maybe house flipper is my 10 out of 10 game and i just haven't (laughs) figured it out yet no and i I think that's going to be uh pretty evident on our our second game we get to because already we've put a little bit of time trying to get into it and it's uh it's hard trying to go back to some of those controls spoilers a little bit it's it's an older game but uh you know, we've been so used to playing these next-gen consoles, and and they're super responsive. And I tell you what, autosave is a is a lifesaver, <laughs> or a game saver, really. Going back to games that didn't automatically save your spot has been um, frustrating, to say the least. It'd be pretty cool if at the end of this we both got better at video games because I think when I was a kid, I I was really good. Well, I, oh. I mean, comparatively. Oh, but for sure. We're out of practice now. Like, put me on a platformer, and I'm I'm gonna wish wish oh, I had dude, save states we, and everything. Back back in the in the times where we would all do our LAN parties for those uh, our age or older, bringing everybody bring their Xbox to one house. We've got screens in every room, and you know, doing that. When we played Halo, there were there was a couple uh, uh, a couple probably months there when we were like real big into Halo. I was killing it on these um, on our little land parties because you just you find that groove playing over and over and over again. And now I, I I'll I'll get into a game for 15, 20 minutes and then I'm out for a day. Yeah, we got to look too now like kids these kids these days, man. Oh my god! You got when we played these games like if we played them online, we were on really bad internet connections. Not necessarily dial up, but you know we had pretty terrible internet connection. We had the controller we had. You know, it was probably like a third-party Nyko controller with a lot of joystick slop. And we, that's what we played with. You look at kids now, man, or anybody now, and everything's changed. Everyone has high-speed internet, these crazy TVs. There's controllers you can, like, map a button combination to. There's controllers. Pe- there's, people hold controllers differently. I didn't even know that. Oh, my but goodness. I, I was watching like a, a stream. Uh, sorry to cut you off. I was watching a stream of somebody playing... Um, 
either either it was either uh, Heroes of the Storm or League of Legends, but they were on a keyboard and they had their keyboard turn your whole keyboard ninety degrees. Absolutely not. And they ha- and it was it was the weirdest thing. I was like, what is this guy doing? And yeah, it's it's crazy how much of a a, a focus and just just pr- uh, uh, skill these newer kids have at yeah. playing this stuff. It's wild. There's a way to hold a controller that I wouldn't like. You know how there's like paddle controllers where you can remap the buttons. So prior to that, I guess there was a big thing where people were holding a controller where their index finger would go on X and Y and you know or what X and Y A B. Their index finger would use those face buttons and they would hold it kind of like a, it's like called claw grip. Oh I don't know. God. It's crazy because that's something like that I didn't even know existed i didn't even know my hand could contort that way until i saw someone else doing it but oh my lord kids these days they don't know how good they got it you know oh yeah (laughs) oh man that's a good tangent right that's that's such a good tangent we could get a little back on topic so we'll we'll try to pick a game and i'll i'll bring it to the table and we can discuss it i guess every week we'll or you know every so whenever we have an episode we'll kind of discuss the game ahead ahead of time and kind of get into it I think it's a good idea to split up if we have like a longer game, maybe pair it with it, like follow it up with a shorter game. Mm-hmm. You know, you got like an RPG game or something and then pair it with like a platformer where it's kind of more to the point. That way it's not going to overload us, our, you know, anybody with content or, or something. And, and uh, I don't want to, I don't want to miss out on the story of a game because I'm, you know, have another very large game behind it. Like if we're going to play Red Dead Redemption, maybe, do a uh, Flappy Bird, know, Flappy Bird the next week. Yeah. Or if we're gonna play, <laughs> you know, Grand Theft Auto, we're gonna play Flappy Bird the week after that. Right. You know. Or if no, we're gonna play Max uh... Payne, which is a big story-driven game, we can play Flappy Bird after. <laughs> I just want to play Flappy Bird. <laughs> Flappy Bird. We're we're now we're now three two one Flappy Bird. <laughs> did you actually did you play that game ever? Uh, I think I played it for all of like five minutes when I was probably on a lunch break. You got and it. Then, yeah, you got it. And enough. then uninstalled it Im- initially, like yeah. immediately. I think the guy that made it like canceled it himself or something. I don't know. Yeah, because it doesn't it matter. Was, it was so addicting when like w- that was such a huge game. He was getting he was getting death threats and stuff too. Yeah, it was wild. Um, uh, I need to pick a different word than wild. It was dude. It was wild. Wild. Um, so yeah, and then, okay, there's also another thing, I saw a YouTube video a while ago on this, uh, there's a, a program or a website called Playnight, and you, I guess you put in your Steam username, it'll, it'll upload your whole Steam backlog into it, and then you can sort it into different sections, whether it's like the type of game that it is, or alphabetically, or game length or something. And then you can have it randomly picked. So if you're ever, you know, because I have a lot of Steam games. If I if we ever have that choice paralysis and we're not really sure which one to pick, then we can have, you know, like uh, an AI or something like that pick it for us because that's, you know, yeah. it kind of takes the choice out of it. And then you kind of never really know what you're going to get then, which is kind of cool that's too. That's true. Because I think that's, you know, kicking and kicking it all the way back. It was like that before the internet. You would just go into a pawn shop and, uh, you know, trade them a bicycle that you found for a video game. 
Uh, and then, you know, eventually if we get enough people listening, besides just my mother and my father, we could have social media polls or something like that, I think would be a yeah. cool way to pick. We'd have to give choices so that way we don't get trolled because the, if the internet's taught us anything, you don't want to just leave it open-ended for the internet. You got to give people choices or else we're only going to play like the longest, most ridiculous or the worst games. So yeah, some choices would be good for people. Oh, for sure. And then you had another cool option too. You were talking about. You want to run that by? Right. So we're each we're each going to bring a game to our our uh, episode, right? Mm-hmm. So how are we going to pick who gets theirs talked about first, or which one we play first, or whatever it is? So to keep it in the spirit of uh, of gaming, we can pick a game that we have been playing for a while, or just a game maybe we haven't played, but anything that has a a measurable statistic, we could use that to determine who does better. And we'll play their game first. Easy example for, uh, say, Fortnite. We'll both run solos. Whoever places higher, we'll talk about their game first. Or another game, like, there's a game that I played for a little bit called uh, Mini Motorways. It's a very simple game. You have this little area of, like, cars and buildings. You have to get the cars to the buildings. Anyway, it's how long can you last, right? We can just pick one of those. Whoever does better, we'll pick their game first. But we're still going to talk about both of them. We'll just that person whoever wins that metric will will go first and we actually uh did this uh last night for our first one we played uh a game we've been playing in our 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 current gaming group for a while now heroes of the storm which is from blizzard entertainment i posed the challenge could i out heal your damage and who who did you play on that uh, match? I played Orphea, which is a, like a mage character, but very close range. The way well, the way I I had played it, and it was dude, it was funny because we were kind of we were very neck and neck. I was actually surprised. I thought I was just gonna like stomp it, but there's a lot of unknowns in that. You've got you know the other team and what they pick, and then you know it, it was just it was complicated. It was funny too because I could for me at least I was kind of changing the way I played. I would you were trying to out heal the amount of damage I did to other players, and uh, it was kind of funny because i found myself trying to be slick and avoid heals a little bit yeah, you know yeah. just to handicap you some but then it was cool it was fun i liked that and i feel like that is like a little game inside of a game and i i think oh for sure just in general even if it's not related to, to picking a game sorry i talked over you but i think no, if we no. could just do that in general i feel like that kind of spices things up a little bit oh for sure uh, no, I was I was definitely changing uh, the talents I chose, and I was definitely overhealing <laughs> what I didn't need to. We we ended That's up winning funny. the game, so it was it was it was fun on multiple levels. Yeah, we we didn't lose no matter what. Nobody, there were no losers. But if we had to pick a loser, it was me. <laughs> but it no, it, it was close. And I I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I guess having that uh, outcome, we can talk about I guess our. Uh, our, our games that we're bringing to our official first and second episodes and uh, and give that little um, teaser of what we're going to be uh, talking about next. Okay, so um, I, I actually, like, ahead of time, I picked the first game here, The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker on GameCube. I don't want to get too into it because it's for a whole nother day, but Zelda's been around forever. It was one of the first games we got ever was a Zelda game, so I feel like I've never really gotten a, the whole experience of a Zelda game, so I wanted to try it out and see what it's all about, moving into 3D Zelda games, so that was why I picked that one. And what did you pick? Uh, I went a little uh, a little older um, <laughs> and very nostalgic for mine, a game that I had 
overplayed. I think I burnt this cartridge out. The SNES Disney's Aladdin platform game. I, I had played it a bunch. I brought it to the backlog because when we were talking about games to do, I, I don't think you had ever either play I, I think you watched me play it a couple times, but you never got yeah. a chance to play it. So it was yes, I had played it before. I never beat it. So I never got you know the, the credits the credits never rolled because I uh, it was early, early days in my gaming career, and um, I, I think I maybe got to like the third or fourth level, and that right. was it, over and over again. So I definitely want to revisit that. And it was, I, I, I loved that movie. I loved that game. So I went definitely nostalgia on on my first pick. Yeah, and that's great because it's you know it's a it's a it's a comfort pick kind of thing, and I'm sure everybody I'm sure everybody knows this. It's common knowledge every household. It was on Sega as well, and it's a different game. So it, that'll give us... We can experience it in ways that you... It, there's something well, new right. for you out there. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I only played the uh, Super Nintendo version. I never got a chance to play the Sega because I didn't have a Sega. I didn't know it yeah. existed until you had mentioned it, which which is funny. I, I, love, I love that SNES game. I love the movie, and I had no clue there was a second game. I hope you still have the same opinion uh after you've played it that you love the game and everything because nostalgia can be pretty rough <laughs> oh, you, oh man yes it can so yeah any any final thoughts before we wrap up our little episode zero no nah, man i'm just i'm looking forward to doing this i feel like uh you know gaming is it's as you get older or whatever you get more responsibilities and stuff gaming kind of takes a back seat and then you get a backlog going everybody has a backlog it doesn't matter what it means to you or how you define it but everybody's got a long list of games that they either want to play or they or they they need to they need need to play them so uh it's going to be a good time you can play along with us we're going to always let you know a little bit ahead of time what games are going to be in the mix so if you have them have access to them or haven't played them you can just jump in and then you know you can you can join in on the discussion with social media or any other way that we decide. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much for listening. This has been 321 Backlog by Alec L. and James T. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know with a thumbs up, a comment, or sharing with your friends and family. Our show music is Lift Off by Amy Waters. You can find this song and more of their work at amywaters.bandcamp.com. You can connect with us on any of our social media pages and by sending us an email at 321backlog at gmail.com. Until next time.